Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Our jokes aren't that funny, but hey, they can't all be poor zingers. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today is my fellow Maz fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tabas, now that we've gone through a podcast training camp and preseason, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, uh, we're going to go 72-0, so... Yeah, good. Feeling loose. Fantastic. And of course, uh, joining us today, part of the power trio that is becoming more and more consistent, our patron saint of Twitter, of mischief, of listener Porzingers, Squish41. What have you been up to, man? Currently, Mm -hmm. I'm eating a pancake. This will sound fantastic on the microphone, I'm sure. (laughs) All right. So uh, we've got a couple of fun uh, tidbits. We can finally... uh, bow our heads in prayer and mourn the discussion of Giannis free agency talk and consequently Rudy Gobert free agency talk. I could not be happier that this discussion point has died. I mean, I'm very happy for uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo who signed a long-term extension and Rudy Gobert that set, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he's a top five ever uh, extension. Oh. Time. All do time? Y'all, do y'all want to know the top five all time? Please. And there's actually there's actually a tie at the end. Okay. Um okay, first, Giannis. Two hundred and twenty million. You know. Um second, which oh my god, dude. Uh Russell Westbrook. Two hundred and seven. Oh. Yeah. Well, was that <laughs> so, his was that his OKC extension? I th- whatever extension he's on right now, I think, is that what? it's that right now. Gotcha. So Whatever three teams have now paid that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rudy Gobert at number three, 205. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Highest center of all time. Um, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, 201. Rudy Gobert is better paid than Steph Curry currently. Okay, but oh, oh, here you go. So right. number five is a tie between Clay Thompson and Anthony Davis at 190. I mean – I feel sorry for those guys. I can't believe they didn't make it up to 200. Like, I don't so, know how they're going to feed their families. I mean, like, you know, I, so. I mean, ho- hopefully they can find like, you know, uh, a weekend job to just kind of make ends meet. Her DoorDash is okay. Uh, you know. So Luke, so Luca's extension will be about three hundred million. <laughs> no shit, four hundred million. Yeah, it's gonna start getting into Doctor Evil numbers soon. Oh yeah, dude, it's gonna um, be cool. <laughs> one hundred billion dollars. I would pay him that. Whoa. You know, I really would. So, uh, you know, I, I think that the the worst part about this um, is that uh, Jerry Jones uh, won't be able to open up the wallet to uh to get uh Giannis Antetokounmpo uh to the Dallas Mavericks um I that that's really what we were hoping for we were hoping that he would uh just for you know give Mark Cuban a loan like he needs the money 
Hang on. Oh, Someone is he coming? Hang on. Yeah. There's someone at my door. Oh, shit. Did I summon him? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, let me get on there. Oh shit! Oh, is Jerry Jones just walked into my fucking house. Okay. Oh, perfect. Oh man, we we gotta talk. We gotta talk to him about how, this. How? How do you know where I live? I'm rich, baby. That's just how it goes. Yeah, he's got oh, his okay his, his audio mentions on anytime um, someone's mentions him in a podcast. He appears. That billionaire money, bro. Do, do you just like hear your name and you just appear? Like I, I'm confused. I'm like the eye of a. Sai Aaron, you know from that, that Lord of the Rings or whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, My eyes uh, are everywhere. Anyway, uh, I'm rich. Uh, Get the fuck out of the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll be back. Sure. Hey there, guys. Uh, uh, Mr. Jones. Hello, Jerry. I hear tale of uh, uh, there's there's rumblings in the deep about uh, something something's wrong with Giannis. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say uh, it sounds like he might stay in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is he? Is he okay? Is he hospitalized? Something about he's dealing with a some kind of trouble with a long term extension. Oh, oh yes, that's, that's something not, I, you, you just call your doctor about, right? <laughs> if it's not been dealt with after six hours. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I, it's surprising at his age, really. Yeah, you I, would imagine that uh, his uh, contract dysfunction uh, would would not come into play. But yeah, he, you know, he believe it or not, at my ripe old age, I have no problems. I could maybe talk to Gianus. We could go into business together. He's a marketable guy. You know what we'll do? We'll call it Giagra. <laughs> we'll make a killing. Actually, I might make more money on that than the Cowboys currently. Apparently. Well, thank you. Know, thank Gianus you. might play for the Cowboys still. I'm convinced. Maybe I'll oh, swap you for Zeke. Do, do you think, do you think uh, uh, the Bucks would take that? Would you think they'd take uh, Zeke Elliott for, uh, for Giannis? Like, I, I don't know if that makes basketball sense, but that might make football sense. I, it could make for interesting television. Therefore, it's a no-brainer. You need more things to, to do in Milwaukee. All right. Is there a way that we can make it uh, like a cage match and involve one of the like Logan Paul brothers or whatever? Please. I, I want to see Please Zeke eat Logan Paul. <laughs> feed Zeke Logan Paul. I want to feed Logan Paul to Zeke. And maybe that'll fix him. Actually, I'm going to go take care of that. I'll be back. Awesome. Thank, thank right. you, Jerry. Thank Thanks you. for popping on the pod. Bye, Jerry. Bye, Mike. Holy shit, dude. Man, that was, that was crazy. Creepy, but really cool. Also, what? Do rich people just get to do that? I guess. I guess I, so, dude. They, I think they've discovered teleportation and just haven't told us. So Probably. that makes sense. He, Jerry does look like an old ghoul. I, yeah, he, he's definitely been. Uh, he's actually only thirty six, but it's his body has thousand. aged due to space time, and it's thirty six thousand. Thirty six thousand. He's been preserved. 000. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. I do think oh. that Jerry Jones is looking more and more like Emperor Palpatine, and he probably is. yeah, yeah <laughs> probably, dude, he's just probably feeding it. off pure he's evil and money. Kind of just as evil, evil yeah, just as evil. Jesus. <laughs> he stole my pancake on the way out. Okay then. Well, you know, maybe that's why he's rich. He's not paying those yeah. top tier pancake dollars. Or taxes. Uh, <laughs> not, he's not paying taxes either. All right. Uh, well, th thank you, Mr. Jones, for getting on the pod. Maybe someday we can get uh, more rich people on the podcast so we can get funding. Uh, speaking of which... The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. 
Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so we're off to a good start today. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got some roster updates. Uh, we have cut three players, uh, unfortunately. Uh, some of them were kind of uh, you could see ahead of time. Uh, we had Freddie Gillespie, Devontae Patterson. I don't know if I saw any of them play during the preseason. Uh, I don't know if they they probably had like collectively like ten minutes on the court. I think uh, Courtney Lee. Uh, I, I think because Tyler Bay took his number, he took his power with it. So uh, he was, uh, you know, yeah. I think Courtney Lee. He, he was wearing forty five and. You know, unless you're Sean Bradley, I don't think that number works out for many people in the Mavericks. So, um, yeah, because you know. Ryan Brokoff's gone too. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. Or wait, no, Bradley was 44. Either yeah, way, 45 does not seem to be a <laughs> consistent number that has stuck around on the Mavericks. Curse number, so. curse number, the curse number of 45. Actually, one's been pretty rough. It has uh, been. It yeah, really I think, what, didn't we have like five rookies that had uh, number one? Because uh, it was uh, DSJ, uh, Justin Anderson, uh, the small point guard that didn't end up playing. There's a lot of those on Courtney the Lee. So. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> I, have no, not. Tyrell Terry hasn't. Tyrell Terry has number one. So we'll we'll, we'll see, see how it happens, see what happens, man. <laughs> he's he's looked better in the preseason, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I've of the the very little tape I've watched, I've I've liked what. I've seen, I've seen at the very least improvement, not like the, the first preseason game where he looked rough. Um, so I, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Uh, we had two preseason games last, since last time we talked. Uh, we faced Milwaukee again, but this time at American Airlines Center. Uh, and then we had Minnesota. Uh, I found the Minnesota game a little bit more fun. Um, I, Wait, so, hold on. What did you say? So American Airlines Center, what did you say? Weren't both of them at the American Airlines Center? No, we still oh, played so in uh, Milwaukee. For, still yeah. played in Milwaukee. Okay, yeah. my That mistake. was weird. I think it was weird, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why we did two preseason games in the same spot against the same team. Whatever. Right. Moving on. minimize travel? That Probably. makes sense. That's, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird for two team, or a team to play the same team. Whatever. Uh, moving on. So uh, we had uh, Jennifer G. She asked, uh, the preseason went great. How much better do you think we will be once KP has cleared the play? And what were, you ta- what were your takeaways from the preseason? What do you think we could improve on uh, to have a great season, have a chance at a playoff run? So uh, what did you guys see out of those two preseason games? Um, and what can we do to improve? Um, so I liked our starters as of right now. Obviously, KP is out and is going to be out until at least January. Um, mm-hmm. which is actually not that far ahead, not that far away, actually. Um, I can yeah. see, I, it's, I've seen on Instagram and stuff like that, that he's like, you know, rehabbing and running pretty well on, on treadmills and stuff like that. So I think it'll be sooner than later for him to come back. But, you know, the starting rotation is pretty much set. It looks like it looks like it's going to be Luca, um, Dwight Powell, um, you know, uh, DFS, uh, Jay Rich and then Tim. So, you know, that's going to be a, that's going to be what we got for the next couple of weeks, I guess. And uh looked okay. You know, Luca, you know, even if he has gained a few pounds, he still looks like he can be dominant. He's still like, he looks like he could be like a 25, 10 and 10 guy, you know, like he looks so much better. Like the, the specifically in the Minnesota game. I don't know. It's, 
maybe it's just a week of just NBA conditioning because apparently um, he was behind on a lot of his offseason stuff because they didn't know when the season was really starting. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like maybe we've been a little too hard on the guy, but like I think that burst is going to get only get better and he's going to he's already looking uh, his movements looking better on the court. Um, and it's just after two preseason games that we're seeing that difference. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the, the, the hate towards uh, Dwight Powell so much. <laughs> like he's, he's, I, I don't see uh, why people are bagging on him. Uh, we're actually, was it Mav Stan 41 asks, what are your thoughts on everyone shitting on Dwight Powell three preseason games after coming back from injury? Um, I, I don't think he looks that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, he looks like Dwight Powell to me. I think I, I don't know. Is it just because people just have a better uh, opinion of Collie Stein? Do you think? Um, it's it's weird. So like, you know, I get it too. Like, Dwight Powell's a goofy dude. Like, he does look goofy on the court. You know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes he does look like he just belongs. You know, that's just what it is. You know, like. But the other thing is like he is coming off an injury, and mm-hmm. if I had to choose, like. And, you know, we'll get to it a little bit later. I think it's actually a question. But, uh, you know, if I had to choose between those two guys, I, you know, Willie or, you know, Dwight Pod, probably pick Willie as of right mm-hmm. now, just because he's healthy, you know, like he's not come back from injury. Like, you know, like he's been conditioning, been working out. Like, I'm sure Dwight has been too, but hasn't been able to ramp up, you know, I think as much as he'd like to. Um, Dwight's going to be what he is, you know, mm-hmm. like we kind of know at this point, like, he's what he's like 28 now 29 like at that point usually like people's games are kind of you know what they are sure um you know and uh i mean he's a good guy you know like i don't hate him like you know it's like, <laughs> again like i had a tweet the other day where i was like hey like you know I, hey we should we should have we you know willie be doing stuff and you know i was like this isn't more about me hating dwight because i don't it's more mm-hmm. just like hey like i think willie deserves a shot you know um getting i think he's getting some minutes with the with the um with the starting five you know just even if he's not starting just like having on the floor with those other four guys you know where maybe they're like staggering the minutes from like that i don't know um i also wonder how much of it is just like because he's just not been able or since he's been recovering are they just giving him a whole lot of minutes preseason to just you know maybe maybe just to get better more reps uh, kind of deal uh i will say that with dwight what i notice is just and like any of the tape i've watched of his the benefit of having him on the court is basically things that don't show up on the stat sheet. It's simply like his, uh, the reason one guy is open is because of a off screen or like off ball pick that he goes to, or like he, or his movement towards the basket frees up another guy, which ultimately looks terrible on a stat sheet. And it's not really impressive. It's not like there's no highlight of Dwight Powell for the most part, like unless he like hits a three pointer, which is seems to be fairly rare right now. Yeah, um, it, yeah. He did hit one in the third game, I think. Yes. Uh, after uh, after some clankers. Yeah. yeah. And I mean that that makes sense. I, I mean, if you guys remember how bad uh, Wes Matthews was uh, after coming off of that Achilles, and like his three point really didn't come back until like halfway through that season. Um, he would. I think that's just something to take into account uh, when recovering from an Achilles injury. Uh, Squish, what did you think of these uh, past preseason games? Was there anything overall you think the, the Mavs have been doing well or that you thought were, you know, where we've maybe changed from last season? Anything like that? 
I mean, there's a noticeable difference in just the uh, the talent standpoint across the board and the the defense we're able to play now that we weren't before. There's no multiple lineups on the court where I'm like, oh, God, if someone gets the ball with that guy on him, I don't know mm. what's going to happen here. Sure. Like the starters are solid. I'll talk about Powell in a second. Um, but this team seems to punch back a lot harder than last year's team did. If you think about, I think, the second Milwaukee game and the Timberwolves game before the third stringers, like, blew the lead. But, like, you know, Milwaukee had a pretty good run uh, at the end of the first half. And then, I mean, the starters just came out swinging in the third quarter, and it was just great. And we kind of never looked back. Um, And then, like, the Timberwolves were playing really well but I, 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 I'm watching that game with all respect because I think they're immensely talented. I think they're just too young. But I'm like, it's still the Timberwolves, still a young <laughs> roster. I bet we get our bearings and pull away. Yeah. And we sure enough did. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a team that, um, you know, my hope before the preseason started was that new defensive identity manifesting itself immediately. And it kind of did. Um, the new guys are great Josh Green is a great rookie like we've got a lot of things to be excited about Um, so it's been cool Um, I really think Jay Rich was a steal Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be very apparent throughout the season Um, he has been on fire from outside outstanding you know Seth Seth is a historically good shooter but uh, (laughs) Jay Rich is pretty damn good when he has space he was like damn near 40% before that Philly year right for a couple seasons I think Um, so it's been cool and then you know I've thought a few times watching them play like man and we still got KP just kind of chilling on the shelf this is going to be so crazy fun soon Um, and as for the Powell thing I I get people's problems with him being out there you know because Maxie's arguably better but Uh Maxie also thrives off the bench and Powell will be coming off the bench fairly soon anyway. And I don't know if it's just getting him reps right now or what, but he mm-hmm. did seem a little weird the first game. Then yeah. he oh, yeah. comfortable on certain plays. Um, looked a little better in the last game, I thought. But the biggest problem I have with Powell is like he, he's, he is the big target um, on defense. If mm-hmm. anyone has a Giannis or any sizable like inside present. I mean he may yeah. there was a play against the Bucks where he made Brooke Lopez look like Shaq for a second. Um <laughs> just he struggles with pain defense. He does hustle but he's just so flaily and weird on that end. But I yeah. I yeah. joked like it's a pretty good strategy though if you think about it. It's like yeah Giannis and Cat and people like that they're targeting Powell on defense. It's perfect because they're only gonna score twos on him and we're hitting all these threes. It's just math. <laughs> So he's but, just like the meat shield. He's the de- yeah, he's the meat shield. <laughs> he's just gonna five. get obliterated in the post, but then we'll be able to recoup it. And I mean, that's that's what, that's what's been happening, man. Like, yeah, kind of want him to do well. I mean, he is a good dude. He's good for the locker room, but I do think his time as a big minutes guy is coming to an end, I, and yeah, that's not a bad thing for the team. And right. as a teammate, I feel like he's the type of guy to be like, yeah, you know what? Like I can I'll I'll come in off back. the bench yeah. or I'll do this yeah. or that. He'll do whatever it takes to win. But totally. I mean, he noticeably like 
his his foot speed seems about the same, but he can't. His uh his his vert has suffered from this injury. There was just yeah. a few plays oh, where yeah. I'm like, you know, before this, Pat would have really got up there and dunked that. Yeah. Like he had a couple of lobs that he had to lay in because he couldn't quite get up there. It was yeah. really strange to see. Um, <sighs> and I, I really, I mean, I'm kind of with Rubes here. I want to see what wcs looks like with the starters just for a little while right. um because we don't know what happens in practice maybe he maybe there's brain farts and all that stuff and Rick mm-hmm. just not i don't I, I don't know i don't know you know we see a few plays he comes in and has like three highlight reel plays in a row and we're like oh he's way better but i i don't know you know we we as fans never know what's happening in practice and yeah. who's doing well and what. So I, I, don't I know. think I'm sure Rick knows what he's doing. Yeah. My guess is that yeah. Willie Colley Stein is not doing the small things that Dwight's doing that we fans don't quite understand what, you know, when it comes to like spacing movement and where he needs to be, there's a lot of times I feel like Wiley Coyote Stein uh, <laughs> finds a way of just like, just standing around. Wiley Coyote Stein. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. I I think he just he has uh, flashes of being Tyson Chandler y, and I think that's what people get really excited about. And I I'm for it. Like I think he like he could be a, a rim running uh, you know lob catcher kind of guy. But there's a lot of times I feel like he just gets onto the specifically on the offensive side where he's not like looking for the next move that he needs to make to get somebody else open while Dwight's doing that. And I don't right. know if that's the difference between a Kentucky player and a Stanford player. <laughs> yeah, <it could laughs> but, been Dwight's been in the system now for sure. Literally over half a decade. Yeah. He's been something. Rick Carlisle's best friend for a while. And um, <laughs> as far as minutes. I mean, seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's something to maybe not seniority, but you know, Dwight's back, mm-hmm. you know, Rick being, you know, putting that second, Psychology to use and you know making sure Dwight feels like he got a fair shot at his job back um, sure. and well, just seeing if it works and I won't be surprised if as the season goes on if we see a little less Powell um, and you know we've got I, I don't know I feel like Powell will come off the bench with Maxi as mm-hmm. that sort of who called was it Bibbs that called it Max Power <laughs> coming off the bench? That is Bibbs. I think Shout that's out Bibbs. To Shout yep. out to Bibbs. Bibbs is a cool dude. Max um, Power. Wasn't that what Homer changed his name to in The Simpsons? Was it? Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. I think I think he wanted to <laughs> change funny. his name and he changed it to Max Power. Max Power. <laughs> I don't know if that was like Bibbs' inspiration for it, but either way it's either funny. way, either way it is funny. That's um, great. But uh, I mean and, and I think Powell can just fall into the situational bigs that we have you know and that's very much going to be Boban and Kali Stein and hopefully Powell because I feel like once the rotation tightens up I just if if Powell goes to the bench I don't want it to be at James Johnson's expense right my only concern but I feel like James Johnson is going to get a little more run totally well I I, season goes on overall once he's Once James Johnson is on the floor, like the ball movement is amazing. Like I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of bro. Cool did you see touch that touch pass? Yeah, Holy exactly. Shit. Yeah, he, <laughs> I was excited um, when we signed him. That's uh-huh. what I was kind of. I think I tweeted about it. Um, but I mean, he's he's very skilled. Mm-hmm. He's not just a yeah, quote unquote enforcer. And right. Black, he 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 he's got some dimes. 
he can dribble. I mean, he took Giannis off the dribble that first yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it led to a really cool pass to Josh Green. Like it's, he's got some stuff in his bag. So I have seen like Instagram post of I think it was uh, Tim Hardaway, Jay Rich, James Johnson, and Maxi. And there's something about like I just want to see all the footage of Maxi Cleaver hanging out with james johnson i want to see <laughs> i just i want his cool calm collective dangerous uh persona to rub off on maxi where just he's a little bit yeah. you know it's like less less phone dancing and just more just death stares into the opponent that's what how I do we see. uh <laughs> how do we produce a, a remake of double team but instead of Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis <laughs> yeah. Rodman, it's just Maxi and James Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I'm I think we... for that. <laughs> we just made that movie infinitely taller. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll get our producers on it. We'll make it work. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so one last little preseason question we had uh, just off the preseason games. Who do you think will be clutch other than Luca on key possession plays and why? That was from Jan John C. Um, I think that uh, Tim Hardaway was hitting some shots that were just staring into the soul of the defender. I thought uh, yeah. THJ actually <laughs> looked really good. And I was, he was the maverick I was most worried about coming into the season because of the J Rich pickup. I was one, I was, thinking, oh, shit, is he going to feel like he's fighting for minutes? But instead, it's like they are they seem to be really complimentary, and I love them when they're both on the court together. I think, I think yeah. they're loving, and specifically the guys that were with us last year, with mm-hmm. the new additions, I think they're loving, specifically Hardaway Jr. and, and Dodo, I, I think they're loving how much easier their life is right now on both oh, sides absolutely. of the ball, yeah, absolutely, just based dude. on Josh Richardson being on the team. Yeah, um, Tim has been crazy because so he, he was kind of off that first game and then the next two was just like oh someone it might have been bibs again or somebody i can't remember it tweeted like i've never seen tim play this angry so like somebody <laughs> made him somebody pissed him off in the middle of the yeah. second game and then he just went nuclear for the rest of the preseason <laughs> i mean for me the two guys that i feel like will be like most most clutch uh besides you know luca just on preseason because i can't include kp in that at the moment but I think it would have to be Tim or Jay Rich, like those two mm-hmm. guys, like just something about them, like, you know, whether it be like, you know, a clutch could be like, you know, having a really great offensive possession, but also on the defense, you know, like mm-hmm. Tim is a capable defender, you know, Jay Rich obviously like is a, a true three and D, you know, and, you know, just a uh, clutch can mean either, either or, you know, and uh, I think that Jay Rich is gonna be one of those guys that just like, he may not pop out on the stat sheet a lot. You know, like he may have like just average like 17, whatever, you know, 70 points and a couple assists, you know, a couple rebounds. But I think like those points or those assists or those rebounds or even like those steals are going to be, par- you know, paramount to, like in the middle of the game mm-hmm. or like at the end of the game. You know, like I can definitely see him being on like the best, the best, I can definitely see him being on like the number one or number two um, guy on the, on the, def- on, on defense, you know, just like, hey, like I'm going to guard this guy. You know, I'm not making sure he doesn't get a shot up. You know, that's going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, that could win us a game. Mm-hmm. It could win us a lot of games, as we saw last year, where we like had clutch issues both on offense and defense last year. So, I think yeah, the main. My, it, sorry, go ahead. I was saying, yeah, my pick for the question sake is definitely Josh Richardson. He just mm-hmm. oozes swagger, and he's got it on both ends of the floor. So, I mean, just he's he's 
one of the only guys on the team so far that I see. Like, if he, you know, when somebody's too wide open, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that that doesn't apply to. Because there are a few, like, if he's too wide open, he's going to hit that shit and let you know he made it. He'd, like, <laughs> yeah. just drain a three, turn around to the other team's bench and just swagger back down the court. It's great. I think another element that is underrated with these new pickups is that our bench defense has gotten a lot better. Um, I think ultimately uh, that's where we saw a lot of our leads just die um, last season uh, when we had, you know, a Trey Burke, JJ Barea led, uh, you know, second unit where, you know, if we had a nine point, 12 point lead, we could just kiss it goodbye once, once the starters were out. Um, so now that we have a little bit more of a balanced rotation, but one, our starters are better with Jay Rich, obviously. Uh, but now when you have, instead of, you know, Dodo stretching minutes, so where he's tired and doing 35 minutes a game or whatever, and he's guarding both uh, bench and ones, you now have uh, Josh Green that's just been out there and being tenacious and James Johnson as and now that's going to just you know share the load a little bit better uh defensively that and i've been already excited about those prospects that i think maybe we don't get out to those huge offensive leads as quickly um but we i think us maintaining leads into quarters uh is going to be a lot better uh over the course of the season yeah i completely agree with that Hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. So, guys, we got some questions this week. Uh, we got a ton of questions. Obviously, you know, we incorporated some of them into our actual, you know, um, you know, the actual topics we're talking about. But now it's time to get to all the other ones. So, first up is James Grambo, who asks, what obstacles are you currently trying to overcome? 
This is a very deep question, James. I did not expect this out of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whenever you ask something normal, we always wonder if he's okay. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what obstacles am I trying to overcome right now? Uh, nothing really, man. Uh, What's it like? I, like <laughs> Life's I, I, easy, huh? <laughs> I mean, like, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I have some time off. I guess, like, I need to get used to, like, having time off and, like, spending it doing good things, I guess, or, like, you know, I really can't think of anything that's like really an obstacle at the moment for my life. Unfortunately, <laughs> life is going pretty fortunately. well. Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, for the sake of the question, though, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have any problems. Like, what? <laughs> no, what are you guys? <laughs> this you is guys? this is like someone getting like an Oscar speech and going like, "I thank no one. I did it alone." <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys go because I have nothing for this one. I'm sorry, James. I failed you. Let's see. I. For me, uh, I've been, I've been really tackling uh, my own personal health. That's been something I've been really focused on. Uh, I've been doing uh, intermittent fasting as well as just really focusing on uh, cooking healthy food for myself, uh, establishing a better baseline of uh, physical activity. Uh, not only just for the sake of uh, being more, uh, you know, toning up the physique, but more than anything, uh, I've been battling depression for. Well, it's uh, probably undiagnosed since I was a teenager, um, but uh, most recently uh, I've been trying to find ways of it to, to not uh, use medication. Uh, no judgment on anyone that has medication for that. Uh, it's just simply I've, I've tried it before and have hated it. Um, so I'm really trying to find ways of uh, empowering myself uh, through you know physical activity, through prioritizing myself. So I think my biggest obstacle is finally being in my own corner. So to address a uh, deep question with a deep answer. Uh, I've been focusing inward and focusing on positive growth. So that's, I, I encourage everyone to, you know, make some time for yourself every single day to just, you know, whether it's doing yoga in the morning or uh, just even just keeping five minutes uh, or dedicating five minutes to just to yourself, just to be, you know, be quiet and like, just appreciate yourself. I think that goes a long way. So my biggest obstacle is myself. Dang. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of piggyback on that. I mean, I'm sort of, uh, I guess for me, my, my obstacle right now, I'll, I'll say a couple of them. Um, but in short, sort of what Don was talking about with, you know, uh, trying to work on habits that encourage growth and, and your own personal health. Pretty good. I'm just working on consistency myself because for me, it's hard to do that. It's mm -hmm. such a broken time. Um, it's very easy to lose motivation right now, I'm discovering, but uh, it's getting better, so that's good. Um, and my other one is just uh, Christmas slash holiday uh, family COVID paranoia. Um, mm. Just juggling uh, different situations and assessing risks because, you know, I feel like a lot of people have relatives on many ends of the spectrum in terms of how seriously they're taking the pandemic. And as somebody that works in an emergency room, I can tell you a lot of mine are not taking it seriously enough. So that's kind of stressing me out. That's another obstacle. It's, I mean, basically everyone seems to be working in different realities at this point. So yeah. Yep. yeah. Stay safe out there folks. Be please, safe. Please, please stay safe. God. Okay. It's worth it. 
Yeah, it definitely is. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Luca Dumpthick. Man, every time a neck breaking change of, of tone. <laughs> like we, <laughs> no. just, we just went from like I mean, fifth oh. year to reverse. I love it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, that's what happens with these questions. I love it. No, it's all good. Over the place. Okay. Um, Luca Dumpthick asks. Uh, since people imply that Luca copied Harden's step back, do you think Harden intentionally tried to look like Luca when he returned to camp looking like me after a year of quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. Shit. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Bro. <laughs> he had to get him back, you know. Oh, I'll, I'll show him for stealing that step back. I'm just going to get fat. <laughs> and then the, ne- the next thing we know is that Luca's going to grow a beard, like a huge beard. Man, he's trying. Man, that beard looks like like thirteen year old me. Like, <laughs> granted, I could grow a beard at like eight. Like, it's pretty concerning. I look like a little tiny Billy Mays in all my <laughs> pictures. <laughs> but yeah, see, I'm definitely trying to c- copy uh, Luca. I mean, he's doing it. He's doing it a little differently, you know. Luca, you know, he's just uh, you know, playing Fortnite and like eating like Cheez Its. Sure. Uh, you know, James Harden's going to strip clubs and, you know, uh, drinking champagne. Okay. Night. Add on question. How much stripper glitter do you think he, like, how much, like, time his, do you his, think he, he, he takes to getting the stripper glitter out of his fucking beard? Like, at, least a, at, least a, well, at least an hour, which is why, <laughs> which is why, according to The Athletic, that, you know, they had such problems, you know, or ESPN, I think it was Tim McMahon had a, a article about how, like, you know, like, they wouldn't start on time for like anything in Houston, like press or anything because of James Harden. So this all makes sense. He was always late. Always late. Coming glitter out of his beard. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, what do you think? You think he's just like going to town on those stripper buffets that they have, like those breakfast things? I'm sure, dude. Have you heard I'm the sure ads for some of the, sorry, like it, on some of the sports <laughs> radio uh, no, channels in Austin, uh, a lot of times I used to listen to, by the way, Austin has the worst sports rate. Like it is like people in Dallas are blessed to have like the fan and the ticket. Like it is so much better than what we have in Austin because it's basically just finding any reason to talk about Longhorns football and nothing else, regardless of what season it is. Anyways. Sense. So like, there's a lot of times I listen to it late night just cause I didn't feel like listening to music and I would get like the strip club ads and you could just like hear the strip, whatever person they had come in to do the sexy voice, uh, voiceovers were just clearly nodding off to whatever substance. Oh yeah. The landing strip. And like the, the, the food specials were the grossest thing that don't make any sense. It's just like, get $6 steak with fries only at the Bellasia or whatever place they're advertising, whatever gentleman's club. (laughs) I have no idea. Dude. It's like, Guys, shoe leather seven dollars. What are they getting? What steak uh, are they advertising for? That six bucks. Shoe leather steak. <laughs> God, again, next. Do, do any strip clubs on their food menu have a sandwich called the Strip Club? <laughs> when it's made with bacon strips. Uh, stupid. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, that's a good no, idea. Well, well, you know, with all those breakfast specials, let's see. You can get uh, legs and eggs. Uh, yeah, legs and eggs, yeah. Uh, ham and damn. Uh, That's <laughs> <laughs> where they just hand you a piece of ham and yell, damn. At you. <laughs> right, let's see. Next question comes from Big Blaine, okay. who is actually, 
he we used to play basketball together and he would be my center because he's like six six i thought you were nice. gonna say big blaine who is actually five foot three <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like little john we like <laughs> anyway blaine asked uh how was your first semester as a teacher to me oh. uh not all right no, <laughs> no blaine's also a teacher so oh, gotcha. um but I, I was fine man it should I mean, COVID fucking sucks ass. Uh, mm-hmm. I work, I'm a sped teacher, so I have small classes in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of my kids do have like, uh, like, you know, health, you know, um, impairments. And uh, so a lot of them weren't here this semester. I only had three out of my seven. Um, next semester though, because I'm on, I'm on winter break right now. Next semester, I'm getting two more. So we'll have five in the classroom for three, three adults. So me and two paraprofessionals. Um the semester was all right though. Like I kind of learning the ropes. Like everyone was like, no one's going to get mad at you if you don't know what to do. Cause no one knows what we're doing. So I was like, okay. Cool. I've heard uh, a friend of mine. That's a teacher uh, in West Virginia. Uh, she described it uh, as uh, building the plane as we're flying it. Oh yeah. I've heard that a lot this year. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's that's God, it sucks. I, like, oh, yeah. Guys, for anybody listening out there that if you just think you're just think a teacher any teacher that you know because jesus christ like they they've been given no resources to accomplish so much i don't know i i'm sorry i work in uh, i guess a teaching adjacent field and hearing the the challenges of distance learning specifically with young children like it's it's, awful man like terrible (laughs) like you're just not set up to succeed so thanks for doing what you do rubes thank you Mm -hmm. um next question comes from irvin Mm-hmm. Um, who off the roster? Who's off the roster by trade deadline? Like, who do you think might be off the roster by that point? I think if you're, you got to go off of like who has value that another team would need. I mean, it's got to be someplace where maybe we have depth. Um, so I, yeah, may, maybe a guard. I, I I don't know who I'd. I don't want to see anybody off. I like this team a whole lot. I'm I I'm also a big fan of continuity. Um, like I don't see the a blaring aside from maybe interior defense but i don't know who's like would be available for us to get that we could like trade for yeah maybe thj just because he's got the expiring contract but like he's so damn good that i i don't know what you would get in return for him that would make sense because i don't know if you're getting a starter for him and that doesn't make like I don't know. I, I think at this point I'm happy with how the roster is right now. Call me a homer. Yeah, I'm trying to think no. of anyone who – I'm trying to think of anyone that I would actually like trade or would be tradable assets for us. Mm-hmm. I know everyone's big answer is, oh, somehow I'd get rid of Dwight's contract, but – I just – I don't, I don't know who wants him. I'm sorry, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry to say a, it that way. It's just like yeah. the, if there's – you know, find yourself a relationship that loves you like the Mavericks love Dwight Powell. Seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's what we're stuck with, guys. Like, you know, as of right now, like, I mean, none of how us... long... there's so many role players that we have stuck. What's weird is that how Tyson Chandler didn't end up a lifelong Maverick because he's the type of guy that we like. We overpaid for Eric Dampier. We overpaid for or yeah. in, in kept <laughs> or just guys that have just stuck around for so long. JJ, Devin yeah. Harris, like. Uh, it's even weirder that Jet wasn't a lifelong Maverick too. You know, like yeah. that we just reward li- like the the michael finley contract way back when like we we usually like 
pay dudes to stick around. And ultimately, like I like continuity more than just the the shuffle and just see what happens because it's like it's not two K. You can't just like upgrade an overall, uh, you know, attribute total for another guy and be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Now now we're better. It's like well, no, like chemistry matters and uh, practicing together matters. And just throwing new bodies in there doesn't. I don't know. I, that's a an NBA fandom trait that I don't care for. It's just like, well, who who can we trade so we can get better? It's like it's not two K, bud. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Squish? Yeah, I honestly like the roster as well. Um, I think the only move that happens is um, Tim Hardaway Jr., and that's only if there's some kind of crazy trade involved. Uh-huh. It'd be Tim's contract at a minimum to pull uh-huh. in like a yeah like a Bradley bill or some shit, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think anything happens. I think the roster is set for the year. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see, you know, again, things can change, you know, mm-hmm. by March, whenever the, you know, trade deadline is, so, you know, maybe, it's, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think it's still too early to kind of look at this like that, but. Mm-hmm. Totally. One at this see. point, like after what I've seen, like how these guys mesh together, I don't, I, I don't want Tim Hardaway Jr. to be traded. Don't want to mess with, don't want to mess with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next question comes from Billy. That's a good one. Billy asks, if you had to sell someone on Josh Green, what would your pitch be for why he will end up playing rotation minutes this year? Defense. It's that defense. Yeah, it's that defense, defense man. Energy, length. Like yeah. I don't know. He he's uh the definition of a of a high uh floor player where it's like you're not you know, I don't know if he's got a 25 like i don't know if he's got like that dodo ceiling where it's like he could just catch fire from three and like have like a 25 point game six rebound whatever but like i don't think he's gonna have a lot of minutes where it's just like all right he's oh for six and uh not doing anything defensively i think he's gonna come in and you know i think he understands his role pretty well uh that would be my pitch is that he's gonna be a damn good bench defender and the more that he gets reps he might wind up on the starting lineup yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too squish he he put chris middleton in a in a gator trap (laughs) was that a fucking australian accent (laughs) a croc trap (laughs) josh green is never showing up on this podcast keep forgetting which amphibian (laughs) josh green's gonna get the what's the what's the damn like gross was it mark Josh Green will come at you like Oh, a uh, what do you call it? Um, Vegemite? Bro? Vegemite. Josh yeah. Green is going to put Vegemite in there. Josh Green will come at you like a wallaby. Bro, you sound, you sound, you don't even sound Australian, bro. You sound like. You don't sound Australian either. I don't, because so. I'm not. Yeah. You stop I, trying I, to do I, this, this accent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next Wait, Josh Green is a great defensive player. He's got the right qualifications. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No you're, rules, just right, Josh you're Green. Poison uh, your best scorer like a sea snake. Like a sea snake. He's gonna be a spark off the bench like a blooming onion. No, 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 no. I, no. I realize the only thing I know about Australian <laughs> I culture think every is time a, Steakhouse. Every time a, an American Oscar's says blooming onion, an Australian dies inside. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great vertical like a kangaroo. God, let's see. Moving on. Yeah. Thank you, Billy, for the question. Doesn't even have an accent. I don't know. No, he does. He doesn't. That's the thing. Like, he really doesn't. <laughs> Josh, I apologize. So, <laughs> all right, let's see. Next question comes from Hayden. Hayden asks me, 
Hey, why yeah. won't you? Why won't you fight Squish Forty One? Because yeah. I don't want to ruin his life. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I was going to answer love, but clearly not. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing at five p.m.? We're going to meet up at the TGI Fridays parking lot. We're fucking not because there's a pandemic going on. So <laughs> fight can happen outside, and I'll wear a mask. Yeah, but we gotta touch each other though, right? Hmm? If we're gonna fight, right? I'll wash oh, man, my hands before gonna... I <laughs> wash your <laughs> face. I am definitely cutting out the audio of like, well, we gotta touch each other, right? <laughs> Loop that. No, I'm <laughs> I can still punch you with a freshly washed hand. <laughs> yeah, there'll be Purell of it. Purell punches. Purell punch. Next question. Pandemic safe fighting technique. <laughs> Next question goes from Miranda. She asked, on a scale of 1 to 41, how much do you miss Dirk? I mean, I think that's got to be a 77. 41 billion. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I still think he could get like five minutes on this team. And like, just like, get, like, get, <laughs> yeah, like just, just put him in the Steve Novak corner. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, just have him shoot threes, like yeah, a couple threes a game. Yeah. yeah. That's like I do, dude. Like, <laughs> That's all you gotta do, like, and you know maybe assistant coach on the side, but that's about it. Like, you could have done it, whatever. Um, all right, next question comes from Allison. How much do you think James Harden's beard beard weighs? Um, I was looking up uh, the average weight of birds' nests, um, <laughs> and found no <laughs> discernible, no, 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 no de- definitive number for that. So, uh, I'd say three birds' nests. However much that is. <laughs> yes. Bro, that beard has to add, add at least like 10 pounds. Has to. I don't know, man. I think a beard hides a double chin pretty well. So um, <laughs> maybe that's why he's keeping it. <laughs> I think it's 10 pounds. Yeah, that's my final answer. I don't you got know. anything for a squish? Uh, TH, uh, whose beard's better, THJ or Harden? THJ, dude. It's he so keeps much it lined cleaner. Up. He keeps it lined up. I'm like, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah, like every it's game. so much better. It's just nice. Like, I don't get it. Let's I see. Know. I don't know. Whatever the uh, the weight of a box of Brillo pads weighs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going. All right, let's see. And next question. Oh, look, comes question comes from our good friend Grace. Let's see. Dallas Wings mascot is a flying Pegasus. Dallas Mavs mascot is a Maverick. And SMU's, uh, SMU's mascot is uh, the Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think Dallas basketball teams love horses? When was the last year? When, what was your last experience with a horse in real life? Okay, I got a good one for this. Okay. Um, so I found out I am very allergic to horses. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was a couple of years ago. Um, I was at a brewery and it was kind of like an outdoor situation, and uh, literally two dudes showed up on horses, drunk as hell. Fuck? Which okay. is a weird thing. Anyway, so these were can not you get, like. Can well, you get pulled over for that? Uh, I. I don't know what like, what Texas law yeah, is. Like, <laughs> dr- driving or riding horse yeah. while intoxicated. I don't know what that is. But anyway, so I was like, hey, can I pet this horse? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And so like, you know, pet the horse and it was super sweet. It was fine. And I, I must have like rubbed my eye or something later. I then went into the bathroom and I looked like Hitch. Like, after, like <laughs> my face was a balloon. Like it was awful. And I think I actually got like hay fever from it. Um, so yeah, I am 
I don't know if I'll ever ride a horse because of that experience. Wow, so I am a native Texan that is allergic to horses. That's terrible. Is that man. why you always <laughs> run away when champs around? <laughs> this is this is the reason that I love Mavs man so much is because he's simply <laughs> not a horse. No, we're not fucking doing this today. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to better Mavs man. My, my my terrible Frankenstein creation uh, to make him even more terrifying. Keep but, sending Ruben your. <laughs> Mavs man fan art. He really loves it. <laughs> so, so, so why do you think this is my Mavs man fan art where he gets champ pregnant? <laughs> what? That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Please, <God. laughs> okay. No one fucking. I will block you on this one. Okay, that. okay Mavs so. Mavs man. So, why do you think basketball team? When Mavs man loves a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so, why do you think Dallas basketball teams like horses though so much? Like DFW area basketball teams. I don't know. Like, I think the cowboy imagery is one thing. Um, the, yeah. Pega- the, the Pegasus is like, that's just been an element of Dallas for yeah. a while. It's just been a symbol. Um, I think ultimately, you know, part of it is the, uh, you know, the kind of the cowboy imagery, I think part is part of it. You know, I'm glad we're not like just going like, I mean, like the Dallas Cowboys is like kind of iconic, but I'm like, I'm also very happy that we don't have, uh, was it Rowdy, the mascot? That guy, talk about terrifying. Like, I can't stand any mascot that's just like a big person that just makes that uh, big, emaciated Like, hi, like. That's all it is? Like, you type oh, of, yeah, it's that, creepy. That creeps me out more than anything creepy, else. Creepy, open mouth smile. Right. Exactly. Like Mouse Man. Anyway. He, so he, look, he looks like those, not, like. When you're not looking. Those iPhone and emojis, that's all I can see. It just makes everyone <laughs> look like Rowdy. So I'm trying to think. When was my last experience with the horse? Um, <laughs> wow. Sorry. Anyway, no. Out of no. context. That's no. But, uh, <laughs> Cutting that one out too. Yeah. When please. was your last experience with no. the horse? Okay. So the last time I was actually around horse was I was in Mexico. Um, my family in Mexico, we have a ranch out there. Um, they have a couple of horses, a couple of chickens, like a cow. I think it's all like pigs that don't live very long. <laughs> um uh donkeys and uh i used to know how to ride a horse actually when i was little um i would just like i'd be there for a couple weeks at a time and you know every year and every year we would just go ride horses and uh last time i was there was i think i was 22 yeah i was like 21 or 22 so i went there and you know got to hang out with the horses and stuff like that we got a couple new ones last time that was a long time ago it's almost a decade ago guys so um it's been a while since I've, been, I've even like seen a horse in real life. I think so. Yeah. Squish, you got anything? I saw a zebra recently. Does that count? It's not a horse, but saying, I haven't like, seen a horse in a yeah, while. It's like a, I mean, yeah, I've seen like a, a horse, but I haven't been near. It's like a, a fancy horse. horse. It's a horse that ran out of toner. There we go. Mm. There we go. No, that's a zorse. Zorse. <laughs> which is a real thing. No, uh, my brother had a zorse. What? For a little no while. shit. There's yeah. something called the zorse. This up yeah, now, it's, it's it look like literally now. part zebra, part horse, and it he's like, it's the worst animal I've ever. My brother's literally a cowboy. He's like, worst animal I ever owned. Oh my god, Bro, what the doing... fuck is this? Oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute. It's called a zebroid. A zebroid. <laughs> I've heard both. So it goes by both. I think. Yeah, yeah. Ze- <laughs> Zorse or a zebroid. Crazy. What the fuck is this? Both zebroid sound... also a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's awesome. What the but fuck? the Zorse is apparently like just constantly like flipping out. I'm like, it's probably filled with existential 
Dread. Jesus. What am I? <laughs> what am I? Oh. oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Next question comes from Dylan. Dylan asks, what are your top five, what are your top five best places to watch a Mavs game? Uh, uh, my house, yeah. my, my couch. I would say any place with Squish. Just so yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the the MFFL meetup stuff. That's always fun. Those are always fun. When, when, when we used to do that. Yeah. Say Gather. The before times. Yeah. At the American Airlines Center. <laughs> yeah. At the American Airlines Center. Yeah. You know, man, yeah. Dallas. The road arenas. They're fun. Yeah. AAC. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. AAC. I always feel like I'm going to say ACC because that's Austin Community College near me, but also it's the rival airlines center yeah america yeah american no 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 that's aaa AAA. american airlines arena arena ah. that's right uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what um, i was saying in 20, 2006 so yeah yeah like, it, yeah aac will has just always felt like home that is just oh yeah let's see the next question comes from uh west set zero he says Predict Luca's and KP's average season stats. Let's do uh, the big three points, yeah. assists, rebounds. I think Luca could do a, a triple double. I think he could do a. I got him at 30, 10, 10. Yeah. Personally. That's. Let's say 39 and a half and eight and a half. Okay. Actually, no. We'll, we'll ball mm-hmm. you. 39 and a half and nine. 39. So almost 40 39. points a game? Huh? No, so almost 40 points a game. Oh, 30, oh, 30 oh, nine and a half. Oh, right, got it. Okay, because okay. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, 30, no, no, nine no. and a half, right on. Let's fucking like this place on nine fire. Nine and a half rebounds. <laughs> like, nine assists. Gotcha. What about KP? Like, mm. I'd say maybe it's cl- going to be closer to like 19 or 20 a game, um, but it really just I depends on when they get a start. 25 I, and twenty-five and 10 ooh, if he stays 25. healthy. Damn. He stays what healthy. Assists? What about assists, though? Assists with him, uh, like two. I have him like four. two. Oh, okay. Three to four. Yeah, I have. Be nice. I, be generous. I have him down at twenty-one, ten, and like two assists. So nine I, I, blocks a game. Nine blocks a game. Fuck yeah, DPOY, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, next question comes from Mavs United. They ask, would K- would Mavs make the playoffs without KP? I think they could. I mean, I think it with would this be roster, I think they could. A, a lower seed, yeah. yeah, they could. I think with this roster, with the low, yeah, without him, yeah, lower seed for sure. What which team? Okay, maybe to add on that, what playoff team in the West do you see not making the playoffs this year? Because there's going like to be some year. change. Like yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be the same eight because there's too many teams that there's have gotten so much going better. on. I think yeah. Phoenix has gotten better with having Chris Paul on there. I think I don't know, like Portland. I guess got healthier, so they're they're going to be something to mess with. Uh, I mean, Memphis is still good. I, I mean, maybe a little erratic, but they're they're still going to be fighting. Um, I think Memphis is pretty scary. I know Once Memphis was Jaren a Jackson team last Jr. year. Gets back. Yeah, yeah. John Morant's playing right now. <laughs> Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, and well, I guess well, I mean Houston is probably going to be the one that potentially doesn't make it depending on when james uh, or where the fuck james happens there yeah 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 i man it's just yeah i think i'm Oklahoma's not sold not on there. i'm not sold on utah to be perfectly honest like 
I, even I after know. the extension, even after the extension. Like. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it was a health thing. I don't know. That's still a clunky team to me offensively, yeah. and it's like that's they're just that um, perpetual regular season noise team right now. And I'm yeah. trying to think of a good comparison. It's kind of uh, Lob City Clippers esque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell has cool highlights. It's, I don't enjoy watching the Jazz play, and it's not that they're. I don't. I, I can't even explain it. It's not like they're playing bad basketball to watch. It just I don't like watching the Jazz play, and I can't. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a little slower. It's a lot of half court offense, yeah. which ultimately is not that interesting. Um, it's not very perimeter centric. I don't know. Maybe it's because they they feel the need to feature their center more than anything. I don't know. But yeah, I, you know, I definitely don't see Oklahoma City being in there obviously this year. I'm looking at the who was the who's in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess if it's just going to be the Shea Jiggles Alexander, um, <laughs> you know, show, yeah, um, is yeah. that enough to sustain? I mean, maybe I don't know. He's he's looking know. really good this year. I don't know if Defender in a hurry to be good. They've got 47 first round draft picks <laughs> next year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of playing like okay. If half the league is bad, we'll have half of those picks exactly. exactly. Let's see. Next question comes from God damn it, Squish. Every fucking week. Um, <laughs> what are your top five favorite extracurricular activities, and why are all five of them fighting me in the Toys R Us parking lot at three p.m.? Park- um, first of all, sir. First of all, Toys R Us has been closed for like two years now. There hasn't been one like anywhere <laughs> in the nation. So never, t- never tell me the odds. <laughs> I hate you. Not answer this question. So. Can't stop me from giving. You can't make me give up on my dreams, Dad. I'm so pissed that I'm so pissed. I'm contractually obligated to retweet all these every week. So just... All right. Next question comes from Steph. Um, they ask, "Do you eat or drink soup?" I think if if you have to chew it, you are eating it. Um, if you're yeah. using a spoon, you could say you were eating it. Yes. If you were slurping out of the bowl, you're drinking like a, it. <laughs> like, like an animal. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because I guess there's like bone broth. But to me, I'm like, broth alone is not soup. You know, it's broth. It's like it's just salty water. You, you eat it. You eat soup. Yeah, you eat soup. And then you drink the broth. There are two separate entities at that point. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Next question comes well, from Sean. Well, do you drink oh. cereal? No, but you can no, drink the no. milk after milk it's out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Becomes something completely different once all the actual like, you know, bits and pieces of like, uh, not fruit, fucking shit, vegetables and meat and stuff like that. <laughs> totally wow, right. my brain was like, what the hell? Okay. No, it's okay. Um, I like that we're breaking down the physics of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Sean. He asks, uh, what is your favorite kind of knife to use? Butter, cheese, steak, bread? Question mark. Um, neither. I my favorite knife to use is a chef's knife. Ooh, I actually okay. I got I got a good one for my birthday. I got a Wustoff. Yeah, Ooh, okay. German German steel man. Oh, that thing shit. cuts through an onion like butter. It's so good, and um, it, it you can fuck up your hand if you're not <laughs> careful. Have you done it already? Uh, no, it's just okay. I, I, I've been I've been very very mindful of it because like as soon as I like did the first chop, I'm like, oh, that's very quick because I've had sharp. cheap knives for yeah. so long, and you can tell. 
the actually cheaper knives are going to be more dangerous because like you have to kind of saw through whatever it is that you are cutting. A sharp knife yeah. is actually more safe because it's going to yeah. be less yeah. work. Uh, my favorite type of uh, knife to use is a butter knife because I, you know, I make toast a lot. I just love and, butter. So I just, <laughs> like, you know, I make toast a lot currently. So <laughs> somewhere Paula Dean is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that person. Holy shit! That's, that's a, a reference. Yeah, dude. There's like an old internet, like, and I'm talking, or there, it is just a website. I think it's like a blog that is uh, Paula Dean writing things, and it's just like the same picture of. Paula Dean just photoshopped into various scenarios, like riding a rocket ship, big stick of butter in space. <laughs> you know. What kind of knife do you like to use, Squish? <laughs> I'm going to say whatever kind of knife Josh Green likes to use. <laughs> okay. He, now that's says, a knife. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. Oh my God, I hate you. Okay. What? Just call me good. He will never, he will never, ever, ever be on this fucking podcast at this point. All just right, call me good. Just call me good. Oh, uh, you fucking got in. Okay. Let's see. Next Next question comes Great from. Impression. I don't care what you say. Next question comes from Rutuge. Um, my man. If you had to suggest a foreigner, a movie which has a Texas vibe and shows the culture and tradition in Texas, what movie would it be? Let's see. Uh, my suggest. I actually really like Lone Star State of Mind, um, but there are better Texas movies than that. Um, that or uh, Friday Night Lights, I think, is a pretty good. Uh, yeah. Just kind of the feel of Texas is pretty uh, well done, um, as well as like the obsessive nature of high school football. I think is pretty present in most towns in Texas. It's rare that some like football is not the dominant thing people are yeah culturally aware of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a um, good one. Uh, I like. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, no country for old men. Yes, that's okay. a more current example yeah. of a Texas yeah. kind of movie. You um, know, the Cohen brothers do a great job of getting a stereotype and making it feel so goddamn real. It's yeah. so, like with Fargo, you got to, oh God, don't you know, kind oh, of yeah, like, fucking that accent, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's so much of that. that everyone's like, yeah, that's pretty much how Wisconsin is. Right? And then like, uh, same thing with no country for old men. You have like this guys. That's basically like a rancher cowboy. I have been in those double white houses. Like I can smell the cigarette smoke in those scenes. Like you can smell like the cigarettes, but that's like permeated through the double wide wooden paneling yeah. of those houses it's so good uh one movie okay so friday night lights was my choice was also one of my choices but another one i was thinking about right now is um fucking uh bernie Ooh, um, okay yeah with uh jack black yeah that's a great movie but i think that one scene where like it's basically like a it's an interview style and he's talking like whoever's like holding the camera is talking to this like just texan dude and he just asks him to like label what different parts of texas are like because this question is hard because every single part of texas is completely different from each other it seems like right like what's in el paso is way different than what it is in dallas and what's in lubbock is different from austin you know just like sure everything is different you know so i would probably i think just because of that one scene we're just like he says in a very non-pc way of just being like you know like Dallas, where all the rich people are, like, you know, all the Mexicans are, like, you know, about in this area, blah, 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 stuff like that. Mm. You know, I just thought that was okay. That's that's a very non-PC way of saying it, but 
when you're like an old white guy, that's is kind of you know I think a lot of people will you know uh, represent it that way. So you know I think that's a good movie to pick. Uh, Friday Night Lights though I think was like kind of my because no matter where you are in Texas, football's a big like, deal. Football, yeah, football fucking wins everything. You know, like mm-hmm. they show the fucking games on Fox Sports. You know, like yeah. of these high school games. I'm like, dude, like half these kids aren't even like going to like college. You know, going to a college to play football next year, like. Mm what the hell is going on you know so well i think a weirder thing uh i know for instance in plano there are like they've divvied up the high schools in a particular way where like for example there's like uh high school which is like uh like clark high school is just freshmen and sophomores and then there's like plano Plano east plano west plano uh plano high and they're just juniors and seniors and literally the only reason they have it formulated that way is it's better for scouting football talent and getting that way it's It's, crazy so they've reorganized it's not demographic it's not geographic it is strictly to like just yeah it's for football that's how (laughs) that's crazy stupid yeah all right let's see um well i think uh also another good if you're into more historical kind of texas film mm-hmm. uh would be giant okay no, what that came giant? out in 1955 it stars elizabeth taylor uh oh, it's one of taylor, james right? dean's last movies he oh, actually died before okay. it came out but wow uh in a historical sense it was one of the films that put marfa texas on the map uh, as, uh like, marfa a film destination oh. so marfa. films like yeah you know, when a more current scent, like There Will Be Blood and oh, No Country for Old Men were heavily filmed, filmed yeah. in Marfa. Marfa so. yeah. That's right. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. That. Uh, let's see. Next question comes from Josh. Josh asks, the team of the West, we would match up the best and the worst in the playoffs. So one team of each. Hmm. Um, I think we would match up well against... I think we match up well against Portland because I think we've got better uh, perimeter defenders, and I think that's where their depth is. Um, I think we would have the most trouble with a team like probably Utah or the Lakers. I think would be like the probably some of the worst matchups. Yeah, I think the us. Lakers are the one where I'm just like, I don't want to see the fucking Lakers. Yeah, like, first round. Yeah, definitely first round, absolutely not. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Lakers would be my pick for like the worst, uh, the best out of everyone that I try and think. Preferably a team that's not going to make the playoffs, but <laughs> you know we can't. It's not we can't really do that. Maybe, <laughs> um, I'm not afraid of Denver this year. I, just, I was saying Denver. I think Denver is the one where I'm like, yeah, we could probably stomp them out of the fucking playoffs in three games, mm-hmm. four games. But yeah, I think Denver would be the one where I'm like, yeah, we shouldn't have any problem with. And then the Lakers. I think the Lakers and unfortunately probably still the clippers you know mm-hmm. or the both la teams i just i don't want to see them so first round i was gonna anyway. say opposite honestly i like our odds against the clippers Ooh, okay i think uh with the way we watch them implode um and then sign paul george to the extension after hearing all the shit that we heard about like how he is just painfully unaware of like them not trusting him as a leader <laughs> not my money <laughs> Let's all see a bomber, baby. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would like our chances against the Clippers or the Nuggets. Um, I do not want to see the Lakers either. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I'm torn. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I think Utah's beatable too. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know if I want to see Portland this year. 
but yeah, it just kind of depends on how they start. Might be a different different animal this year. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from Dalton. Dalton asks, um, "How many minutes does Josh Green average?" Also, you have to fight one Stephen A. Smith, Rondo, or Ty- Tyrell Terry. Who are you picking and why? Uh, Josh Green probably ends up averaging like 18 minutes, probably. That's a good number. That, that's second. Third. Yeah. All right. He's the now confirmed to get 18 minutes. <laughs> Take notes, okay. Carlisle. Okay. So you have to fight Stephen A., Rondo, or, Tyler, or Tyrell Terry. Uh, Rondo's a knuckle dragger. He's like six foot, but he has like an eight foot wingspan. So that's a no go for me. Um, Stephen A. Smith, only because I I just want to hang out with Tyrell. I just, yeah, I, I don't I don't, don't want to fight Tyrell. I like Tyrell. Right. <laughs> like uh, I'd probably go Stephen A. But then it would just like devolve into just like a shouting match. <laughs> you know. So that, that's he's just gonna weird. be pronouncing names very slowly and over oh, exa- enunciate. Yep. Duck Novitsky, <laughs> Rostona Sterovich. What do you got, Squish? I'll fight Rondo for Dirk's honor. Nice, got it. Love it. I don't care about the wingspan. I don't fight fair. <laughs> pocket sand. Yeah. Pocket sand. Uh, let's see. Next Wait, question. Stephen A. Smith saying pocket sand. Go. Pocket sand. <laughs> Next question comes from Mav Slander. He asked, is Squish 41 really cool? He's all right. Nah. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I love this guy. No, he's great. I love I love Squish so much. Oh. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Fucking Squish next, word. Next time, next time we have a fucking meetup, you can meet him. That's you right. might not know who he is, though, because he's really anonymous. But he's, yeah. he's just a floating <laughs> Dirk avatar. <laughs> all right, let's see. Next question. Uh, Starting-wise, uh, Eddie asks... Um, Maxi over Powell. I like Maxi better, but I ultimately understand why he's not starting. So. Yeah, that's why. He drives I, off I, the bench. It's very apparent. It's yeah. like I would prefer him, but I I just know like out of those two, like the the you know the coaching staff is going to go. So for for our basketball uh, people out there, I think. Oh, sorry, your your feed cut out a little bit there. Oh, did damn it. Okay, I'll start over. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of those two, um, you know, I know everyone wants Maxi, like, cause Powell is, you know, we know what he is. Um, you know, it's up to the, it's all, always up to the coaching staff. Uh, I'd prefer Maxi, but I know they're going to pick Powell. So, mm-hmm. well, if, if you want to look at it, uh, strategy wise, if you know that your starting center is basically going to get cooked and then you're going to have one guy dominate the second unit. I'd rather have a someone that's going to dominate in the second unit and our starter not be fantastic um, versus like if we were to swap them, I don't know if Dwight Powell's going to be dominant against twos, which Maxie's proven that he is. Yeah. So I think that that does make sense to me. I mean, granted, of course you want dominant first string, dominant second string, but sometimes you you pick what you got. Seeing Maxie get cooked by, you know, cat or somebody yeah um that doesn't excite me no no next question comes from renegade jim and he asked this i think yesterday before the game happened so i'm sorry because i think my pick got absolutely destroyed but <laughs> clemson or notre dame <laughs> yeah notre dame got fucking destroyed so yeah i think clemson's yeah, yeah clemson beat this year yeah. if i'm not mistaken it's yeah, like them yeah. or like alabama is doing well i can't I, 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 I don't know i don't follow 
if it ask, if it, ask if, price yeah i don't know yeah. if it i don't know if they weren't direct prospects to the nfl like i would never watch college football yeah. to be perfectly Same. honest but that's you know because i went to community college i don't have a <laughs> team that i love anyway I, I told i told him notre dame because catholic reasons and that was it <laughs> <laughs> and that was completely wrong god did not shine god that, did not smile on the shame last night <laughs> isn't that a catholic event where he says he's not catholic but he does root for notre dame yes. occasionally? <laughs> yes. all right let's see next one we'll go uh so mavstein actually had another question so we're going to just answer that real quick um is if kp's healthy what scene will the Mavs finish with I think we can get home and court advantage. I really think Bro, we can. Think top three four. Three. I got three. I got three or two. Even I could make a run for two. I think is where we we could end up this year. So, yep. Good question. But yeah, I got three. Um, last question. Here you fucking go. Here's a science question for us. Oh, the Don Luca Lane. We gotta save the science one for last after we've already expanded so much of our energy. But. Scientists have confirmed that there are at least four supernovae that have influenced the atmosphere of our planet. Do you think that these supernovae are where Luca draws his incredible star power from? I think Luca has found a way of channeling basketball energy, much like Goku has with the spirit bomb, um, where he's just kind of raised his hands and he's just using all the collective energy from Slovenia, um, Spain, Spain Dallas. and <laughs> Dallas and has just I think just his basketball talent comes from love I think that's what it comes from <laughs> so not that's science, science at all <laughs> <laughs> have we considered magic or maybe some sort of Wiccan curse <laughs> so I think I think he really does channel uh, power from the sun like I just think you know oh you think he's solar powered like super power like Superman you know just like just any energy any radiation from the skies basically and you know he may be chubby now but he's still channeling all that energy just imagine a couple months when he's not chubby and just fucking going for 39 points a game at black hole Luca. Like, <laughs> a black hole in a good way though not 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 in a bad way because the bad way is bad but yeah that's my answer i think luca is in himself a supernova so ah okay He's a white dwarf. <laughs> white dwarf. He's the not very short, dwarf. though. He's not short. <laughs> I don't. I don't know a lot of star names. I just said the but first it, one that came to mind. My definition <laughs> is a star that suddenly increases greatly in brightness. Blah blah blah. That's Luca every season so far <laughs> of his basketball life. Yeah, check check the national schedule. You tell me who's the supernova here. He wants ah, supernova look at that. on the Clippers. Look at that. And those are all the questions we have for this week right on guys thank you so much for submitting uh, your questions it is our favorite thing to do on the pod uh we are so happy to uh share our goofy opinions and uh hijinks some with you so, some some, some yeah. takes yeah, yeah yeah i think our, yeah. you know it's good that we can break down soup for our listeners um, exactly it's it's a <laughs> it's the best part of my week uh you guys can find us at the underscore mffls uh or uh, mffls.com we'll be a little bit more active now uh we actually just got two uh, new writers on yes. uh, our our staff so uh, welcome isaac welcome chris 
Um, we are excited to see what uh, we start turning out, especially once the games start happening. That's going to be much busier on the site. So please check us out on yeah. then. Uh, you can also find our podcast on that. Uh, you can find our podcast anywhere, really. Uh, Apple, Spotify. If you guys could follow us, subscribe, uh, like us, review us. That helps us out immensely. Uh, send it to your quarantine friends. Send it yes. to your quarantine yeah, friends, for please. Real. Absolutely. And uh, we we want to find as many ways as possible to uh, engage our audience, and we we just appreciate the guys. We've set records uh, this past month, um, and we are just excited what we have in store for the pod. Um, we're excited to uh, shout out to uh, Bibbs and Bibbs Corner. Uh, he asked uh, Ruben and I on uh, a, week, a couple weeks ago, and for us to give our preseason takes. I know it's probably a late episode, but it's cool that we got featured. He's one of my favorite basketball pods, so it's an honor to uh, work with him. Uh, we'll be having more uh, guests on the show as well. Um, we appreciate just everything. Thank you guys so much. Uh, it's been a fucked year but you guys have been a bright part of it so thank you for yep. being a part of that and uh thank you mavs twitter for being one of the few good things on the internet for me uh i can say that from the bottom of my twitter part also if i could get nine more followers so i could get 420 followers that would be awesome that's <laughs> I'm just, that's that's really all i'm looking for at this point uh, it's the small victories um anyways uh, <laughs> uh you can find me at don underscore denim you can find ruben at reddit mavericks you can find squish of course at squish 41 uh dick Nowitzki. uh this has been the hoops and hefeweizens podcast enjoy the rest of your week later guys bye-bye